and welcome to this episode of Pen Pals, the improvised celebration of letter writing. Today we'll have two improvisers improvising a chain of letters between two characters for you. Um, but first, let's um, look into something from the history of letters. Today I found that Franz Kafka um, managed to actually write Kafkaesque love letters. He wrote to a woman that's called Milena, who he was trying to um, flirt with, told her that he had been dreaming about her. And during this dream, they were merging into one another and he became her and she became him. And then that sounds sweet at the start. And then he says, finally, you caught fire. Um, so Franz Kafka there showing that even his love poetry was slightly creepy. Anyway, on with the show, and I'd like to welcome my two guests for today, John and Lloydie. Hello. Hi. Um, so, John, I'll start with you. Um, can you just tell us a bit about yourself and where you would normally improvise? Oh, so, um, well, my name is John Nguyen, uh, and I am based in Norwich, um, but I do go down to London um, a fair amount to do uh, improv with both Hoopla and the Nursery, and uh, I do with Dogface up here in Norwich. And uh, I take part in festivals wherever I can across the country. Great. And how about yourself, Lloydie? Where do you normally improvise? Um, I improvise with Rhymes Against Humanity, the improvised musical in Nottingham. Uh, the May Days in London, Brighton and at festivals uh, around the world when we're allowed out of our homes. Um, and uh, I also do a couple of duos, um, one with uh, Liam Webber here in Nottingham called The Clones, and also one with uh, Jenny Rowe from The Maydays. We're called Two Seats, Four Cheeks. And in addition to that, um, I am a podcaster. So I do the Improv Chronicle podcast, which is a short documentary podcast that comes out every two weeks. And I'm also a cast member of the Destination podcast, which is the Improvised Journey. Yes, great. Um, and so this show is all about letter writing. Um, John, can you remember a letter that you've received from your past that sort of sticks in your head? Oh, um, well, I always get a letter from uh, my niece. Now, I say niece in, in whatever, quotation marks because she's not actually related to me. Um, so when I was at university, uh, I was in the year 2000 to 2004. Um, there was this American girl who came over for an exchange program and we became very close. And because I'm Vietnamese culture, one of the things that we do is that if you're on the same sort of level of um, like age, generally speaking, your brother or sister, that's how you go about it. However, if they are significantly younger or older, you go with niece or uncle, an uncle, aunt, nephew, that sort of thing. And so because I became like a mentor to her while she was at university, she became my niece. And that's like a thing that I called her. And ever since then, since for the last, I don't know, 20 or so years, um, she has written me a lovely Christmas letter to say, and it always starts with, dear uncle, this is what I've been up to for last year. Um, yeah, and she left little remarks about where she moves the country, talks about her, her life, her jobs, her, her books, and how her life has been affected in the last year, basically. Um, and um, I have been known to write back um, to her, um, but I am not so good at her at writing back, but I do write them back in little letters and, and hope that she's doing well and let her know that I'm doing okay. And it's just a, a lovely correspondence that I almost always forget it's coming. And then every year it turns up and, and I have to rely on the letter to come back to me first because she moves around so much. I don't actually know her address from month to month. 
So it's a, um, it's a case of you don't know. It's a mystery. Where is she this year? It's a, like, yeah. where in the world is my niece? Yes, basically. Great. <laughs> um, and Lodi, um, like almost the opposite question for you. Can you remember a letter that you've written or letters that you've written at all over your life? Oh, um, I'm not a great letter writer, especially now we have email. Um, so that, um, that kind of limits it somewhat. Um, I, I often write letters in quite sad circumstances, actually. Um, so I remember um, uh, my mum died of dementia about five years ago. And I remember writing her a very personal letter reminding her of a time when we went um, into the Ashdown Forest in Sussex and played poo sticks together, which um, I had, this is goodness knows, 15 years ago or so. And I'd been having like a, a rubbish time at work and was feeling quite down. And so I'd, I was visiting my parents and we went out and, and she was like, we're going to the Ashdown Forest and we found the poo sticks bridge and we played poo sticks together. So while, while, she, was, uh, while she had broken her hip, I wrote her a little note reminding her of this uh, particular thing. And to this day, I have no idea whether she read it or not, but just the act of writing it was like so, um, so healing in so many ways. It's one of the things that people have said several times that the act of letter writing is as much for the writer as it is for the receiver. Um, but again, and also storytelling, specific storytelling seems to be something that comes up again and again. People remember specific things and translating them in letters almost as a sort of documentation of a story they already had between them mm. that's really nice okay um and finally um before we start how would you normally sign off your letters and um again with the world of email as you said change like um creeping into the way that we write to each other um well fully overtaking in many ways um how do you sign off your letters or your emails and does it change from person to person and what's that with you lady um, oh yeah, I'm a bit of a chameleon in, in this sense, in that um, I like to think of the person that I'm writing it to. And so if I've seen that they have a particular way of signing off, I tend to mirror that because I want them to feel comfortable. Um, mm. uh, but like if it's someone I'm very close to, like all my love or something like that would be usually how I'd sign off. Yeah. How about you, John? Uh, yeah, I, I do different things to different people. So if it's um, a work email, it's yours sincerely, yours faithfully, that sort of thing. If it's someone I know, um, I just put a thanks at the end, just to let them know that, you know, I'm thinking of them. If it's someone I'm quite close to, and it's like a lot of people I improvise with and friends, I will often sign things off with lots of love, uh, thinking about you, you know, that sort of level of thing. And it's, in my case, it's, I think it's never just a platitude. It's, I, I actually mean what I'm saying. So if I say lots of love, I mean lots of love to that person. If I say you're sincerely, like it's like it's like saying regards and kind regards. It's like that sort of level of. If I say you're sincerely, you know, well, John doesn't like me that much. It's like that sort of level. Yeah. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind, John, in case you ever send me a letter and it says you're sincerely. Um, I'll, uh, okay, that's it. But well, the thing is, so you don't mean it. You don't mean you're sincerely, sincerely, but you mean all your love with all your love. Yes, uh, basically. But your sincerely is, is what you're told at school to put at the end of letters. I just, it's ingrained in me to do so. You can't just put down yours uh, impartially. That means that's a weird thing to put at the end of a letter. <laughs> that sounds like a that's great a, way to sign up with that. Yours without I mean. any feeling either way. <laughs> John. Great. Okay. And um, so now is the time for your improvised letter writing challenge. Um, so the, the scenario for the two of you is, you guys have been 
friends since school. And then you both got the same job. Um, you ended up working in for the, the local council. I'm going to go with something we were discussing earlier on. I know that John and Lloydie have both worked for local government. So we're going to, you both work in local government. Um, but one I of you, more. I escaped. Yeah, that's why it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's just, it's, <laughs> you can, you can method act a little bit. In there. Um, I'll channel it. Channel it. Um, but one of you has decided to go on a world tour holiday because you decided to get away from your council work and tour the world. And the letters are going to be from you in the different parts of the world and to your friends still working at the council. And that's, that, that is going to be the chain of letters we hear today. Um, I'm, I haven't got a, do either of you have a strong feeling about whether you want to be the person at home or the person on the world tour? No strong feeling. I am. Does Lloydie have strong feeling? Because if you do, go for it, Lloydie. Do you know what? Given that I've escaped local government in the past, maybe I should be the one imprisoned in local government. <laughs> in That's great. Okay. In that case, the, Lloydie, you are going to be the person still working in government. And John, you are going to be on a tour around the world. You can decide where your locations are as you go. And you're going to write the first letter. Um, and so we're all going to stop. And um, this is going to be um, an improvised challenge for pen pals. Dearest Tom, this may come as a surprise, um, but. I decided not to work my notice and just leave. So I did. Um, I am currently at Heathrow Terminal 4 and I just bought a ticket for the next available plane. <laughs> it's taking me to France, perhaps not the most exotic of locations, but still, it's, it's not Cornwall, it's not Truro Council, it's an adventure. I, I hope you are happy where you are. I know I am happy where I am. Should have had more time to think about this. I'm boarding soon on my adventure with 20 kilograms of luggage and all my dreams to be fulfilled. I'll always be your friend, Tom. Please remember that. Lots of love. Victor. Dear Victor, are you shitting me?
this this is this is ridiculous. Firstly, you are giving up one of the best pensions that you can possibly get in the United Kingdom. You can't just resign like that. Also, France, where am I meant to be sending this? I'm going to have to send this to your home address in the hope that your girlfriend forwards it. Because I'm going to France leaves me very little means of communicating with you. Also, all of this friendship shit you're giving me. We always used to holiday together. Well, I guess I'll be sorting out the parking regulations on Tregonwell Street from today. Thanks a bunch, Tom. Bonjour, mon ami. <laughs> Dearest Tom, I'm sorry. I was in a hurry when writing my previous letter. And Yasmin has forwarded the letter to my current address, though I should really mention that we are no longer an item partners. We're no longer in, in a relationship, partly because she says I buggered off. She said, I know you think money and security and pension are all important things. And maybe they are, but not to me, not right now, Tom. I wish you were here as well, but I know, I truly know, if I had discussed this with you, Tom, you would have talked me out of it with that amazing, logical and beautiful brain of yours. Please send any further, not further, any more of these wonderful letters to my mum's address in Penzance. She said she would forward them, as I fear Yasmin will just, well, will just will not forward them. Anyway, I am at Paris airport, bought a ticket, going to Addis Adaba, which apparently is in Ethiopia. 
Good luck with Tregonwell Street. I miss having lunch with you. Victor. This is going to be from. Oh, yeah, here we go. Mm hmm. <laughs> mm, look. Ethiopia. Mm. Hmm. Dear Victor. I tell him. Never mind Tregonwell Street. I've created a one-way system. People are complaining about it to the local paper, but the reality is traffic flow in the town is down and pollution seems to be more under control than it used to be. Early days but we'll see what happens. I'll not use Yasmin to forward this as per your instruction, but <sighs> just say it, but you ought to know that Yasmin has moved in with me. She's pissed off with you that you just buggered off, and so am I. However, the two of us are very happy and planning a holiday to New Zealand. Kind regards, Tom. Okay. Is this a letter that ends a friendship? Or is this a letter that moved past? No. Be an adult. Reply, reply, reply. <clears throat> hello? No. Um, hello, Tom. Dear Tom. Hi, Tom. Hello, Tom. Hello, Tom. Um, good work on Tregonwell Street. I knew your brain could handle it, even without my guidance seems condescending, um, assistance. I am pleased. Am I pleased? 
happy. I, I understand why Yasmin and you have moved in together. Frankly, it's a better fit. Part of me is upset, but that part is small. I knew when I left, I left Yasmin, and I knew it was not working. I don't regret leaving her. But part of me, and this is a big part, regrets leaving you. New Zealand sounds great. Who knows, maybe I will hop there. But for now, I am on my way to Toronto. I miss you, Tom. I really do. Yours, Victor. Dear Victor, about Tregonwell Street. I, oh dear. I didn't really take into account the amount of parked cars the one-way system would create. As a result, there have been two near fatalities with pedestrians and we've had to close the entire road and organize a review. The local paper now seems out to get us. Does that sound like a bit David Icke? Um, the local paper seems now very hostile. I'm sorry you feel oh, sad that you miss me, but as friends who always went on holiday together, you disappearing like that was dead weird. Are you having a midlife crisis? If so, 
don't go to Toronto. There's too much. Is temptation the right word? Temptation there for you. Just found out from one of the senior counsellors at work that I've got a meet and greet with Jacinda Arden on my holiday. Uh, hope you're doing okay. Tom. Oh, shit. P.S. Yasmin says, do you want your Ace of Base CD back? Oh, too many fatalities. Right. No, that would make sense. Temptation. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess. Jacinda Arden. Ooh. Dear Tom, Toronto is great. I ran out of liquid funds, so took a job currying, 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 doesn't look transporting um, meat products you're right about the temptations I found myself at a local poker game I went all in, including betting money I did not have. Sometimes, though, fate is kind, and I bloody won. So I have more money on me right now than I have ever had. And as I write this letter to you, I am at the 
resplendent hotel with two young people in one of the master suites. Temptation is not always a bad thing. Ha, ha. So you have a meeting with Jacinda Arden. She is not an easy person to deal with. I suggest whenever her questioning becomes too difficult, compliment her policies and she will go off on a tangent. Sorry to hear about Tregonwell Street. I would use the Road Traffic Act 87 to allow a narrowing to prevent cars parking and add a cycle path. Why not? Please tell Yasmin, I don't want the Ace of Base CD. How would it get here? Lots of love, Victor. Well, well, well. Well, Victor, it would seem both of our lives have had some major change. Road Traffic Act of 87 only led to a vast increase in PCNs being issued, which further complicated our ever deteriorating relationship with the local paper. As for your money, congratulations. I've taken a payoff from the council and have used the money for the New Zealand trip. Yasmin and I send greetings. I had my meeting with Jacinda Arden and given I'm now a free agent, she has offered me the post of Deputy Road and Rail Manager for New Zealand. I have gladly accepted.
I hope your time around the world has been instructive. And if you're ever passing the New Zealand Parliament, you can come and collect your Ace of Base CD. Kind regards, Tom and Yasmin. Tom married Yasmin and is still happy in New Zealand working for the government where he now holds a cabinet position with Jacinda Ardern. Victor, sadly, didn't learn to stop gambling and his previous success with money soon ran out. He is now in prison in Canada because he tried to deliver things that weren't meat to pay his way. The end. Thank you very much to Lloydie and to John. Thank you. Thank you. That was great. Thanks, guys. I really enjoyed it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I really felt like I knew them both by the end. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they seem very well-rounded characters. I, I felt, yeah, like you said, I felt all their motivation was everything they did. I was like, yeah, that, that's what Tom would do. <laughs> um, that's great. Um, so quickly, just before we finish the episode, um, um, Lloydie, wait, I know you mentioned the Improv Chronicle earlier on, but where can people find you um, on the internet now if you're performing or where the Improv Chronicle, or where can they find you when we're allowed off the internet? Um, best place to find me, I suppose, on the internet is at LloydieJL on um, uh, Twitter and Instagram. That's double L-O-Y-D-I-E-J-L. Um, or um, uh, find uh, search for the Improv Chronicle podcast and download it from wherever you get your podcasts. Um, and once we're not locked down, um, come see a show with the Maydays. Yay. Great. And how about you, John? Where can people find you on the internet if you want to be found? Or where will you be performing after um, we're allowed out again? Uh, you can find my Twitter handle, which is at Mr. John Nagain, because John Nagain was taken by someone else before I got there. Um, you can also find, um, I'm happy, a very personal, you can find me on Facebook. I'm happy people will find me, those who listeners, I probably will like them. Um, yeah, when I'm out here, you can hopefully find me performing um, with uh, the nursery, was the Unbridled Nursery Original, and I'm also with Hoopla's team, Michelle. I'm also in an improvised play and with Comediations. So you find us at Comediations. Uh, we are the all Pan-Asian improv troupe. That's great. Um, thank you very much. This has been Pen Pals, brought to you by Let Us Make It Up To You, which is an improvised comedy night in Newcastle. Um, and keep writing letters to people.